Can you read that? What does it say? Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Oh. What? According to mythology, that's the inscription over the gates of hell. And they should be made to podcast on their bellies into the kingdom of darkness. This is Mouthful of Movies, and today we watched As Above, So Below. Hello, mouthaholics or mouthlings, as we discovered in our last take that you don't hear. How's everybody doing? This is Jeremy Graham. You're listening to Mouthful O Movies, and we've got Brad and Jessica here. Hey, guys. Hello. Hi, fellas. <laughs> How do, we're going down the same rabbit hole. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to go ahead and warn you. There's about to be some really bad jokes, a lot of coughing, some more bad jokes, and then we're probably going to start over for the 16th time. The coughing is going to be on my part. I have bronchitis. I'm sure it'll happen multiple times. Pre-apologize. Well, it's already happened multiple times. This is recording take number 17. Not really. This is our second attempt. Uh, but anyways, I started to die in the last one, and <laughs> yeah, it was coffee. a weird situation. Yeah, but none of that matters right now because we are recording mouthful of movies, mouthful of movies for the movie as, as above, above so, so below. below. Guys, I'm not gonna lie to you, I am excited about this one. I really like this movie. Uh, I was really happy that we stumbled upon it by our chance of magical rolling of die that we do so i say well let's get to it what do you got it, well hold on first let me let me let me slow things down just a little bit slow it down slow jams Smooth. slow jam the move don't do that don't don't do that jessica you're gonna start coughing anyways so yeah so we watched as above so below uh we're gonna talk about some food here in just a minute as we usually do <coughs> there's a cough um and then, but before we get to that, I just want to say, all right, so uh, in listener timeline, so when you guys are listening to this, it will be the day after Christmas. So first, let me say, I hope you had a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Merry Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. Whatever you celebrate, I hope you... Winter Enmus, that's not happened yet. Did it, what? Happy Life Day for all you Jedi out there. Star Wars fanatics. Um, no one's a Star Wars fan. Hopefully you survived Whoa. Krampus night. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this and you didn't. Well, you're probably so, in that so below part of the movie. <laughs> Some weird's going on here. Yeah, but. Also, so, if you are so below, that's an untapped audience. Uh, let them know about us. We yeah. could really <laughs> use those listens. Yeah. And rate and review us on whatever uh, demon podcast station network you're listening to us on. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, so it, it is the day after Christmas, uh, full disclosure for us in our recording timeline. It's actually Thanksgiving. So I do want to say, I'm going to get serious here, guys. I'm thankful for you. 
Each of you. And I'm going to be serious. I could be at a Walmart punching an old lady for a blanket right now. The audience <laughs> better appreciate us. <laughs> uh, Jessica and I actually attempted to we go to Walmart. We tried to go to Walmart, um, and it was insanity. Yeah. That's why you punch the old ladies for the blankets. I don't even need a blanket. I just need an excuse to punch an old lady. Okay, so I say it was insanity because there was just a lot of people in there. It was mm-hmm. actually way more organized than I thought because people were waiting in lines for them to unwrap the things for you to be able to take stuff so i was kind of surprised about that now you say it was way more organized but what was the we went in what looking was the issue for, i went in looking for one thing i was looking for the 12 volt four-wheeler for our daughter because she has a little six volt one that she likes to ride vroom, vroom. but she can't ride it in the yard because it doesn't well, have to be enough fair, power if it's a six volt it's more like a it's more like me so we were getting her the bigger one so she could ride it in the yard meet me I literally walked all over the store and couldn't find it, so I think they were already sold out by the time I got there. Very well could have been. It was on sales Black Friday or Black Pre-Friday. Since it's not actually Thanksgiving. But anyway, Thursday. Back to the actual time that we're listening here. So I hope you had a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Um, But so it's the day after Christmas, so we're getting that all that Christmas stuff out of here, and let's get to some some scary movies. That's what we did today. <laughs> yeah, so we watched As Above, So Below um, as a... So the premise of how we selected this movie is uh-huh. because we were talking about wintertime and being stuck in the house. Yes, claustrophobic. So the yeah, the you know this if you listen to our uh, last episode. Go mm-hmm. back and listen to it now. Well, that's we'll why wait. I wanted to yeah, do that, but I did want to drop it in there in case people were like, what What does this have to do with anything? It was because <laughs> we got out of the holidays and once like, okay, what's next? And it's stuck in the house. Yes, so we are in our claustrophobic theme um, stretch. We'll decide however long we want it to be once we get tired of claustrophobic movies. But, so we watched As Above, So Below. Uh, So let's get into, as we always do, let's talk about some food first. Um, We went through a couple different options on what we could do here. So As Above, So Below, uh, there's... Right offhand, it's so it's a movie that takes place in France. Oh, oui, oui. Baguette. Baguette. <laughs> that is hate speech. You can all say that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but um, I'm really not sure what he said actually. What he said or what you said? <laughs> he just said. He said that was hate speech. Hate speech. You cannot say that. How is that hate speech? Bread. Maybe I just like bread. Bread. Baguette rhymes with other words you can only use. Oh, wow. I would have never even we, thought of that. We took a turn there, didn't we? <coughs> so, yeah. So, hey, it takes mail, place in Brad France. Mouthful movies at gmail.com. Yes, you can always email anything negative to I'm Brad. I'm still waiting for my first hate mail. Mouthfulmovies at gmail.com. Um, yeah, so we were trying to think. So, we previously did an episode, um, Better Off Dead, where we ate at Ooh. Mimi's, which is a French. Quotation. In in full air quotation marks, um, Americanized. Well, I, I don't even. I really don't want to say it's French, but anyways, it, it is a French inspired restaurant. The important thing: don't eat at Mimi's. Yes, uh, you can go back and listen to that episode to hear our review of Mimi's. Um, so we tried to think of what are some other things. Well, we can do like a French dip Almost sandwich. Went to Arby's would have made my life so much easier. <laughs> um. But, uh, you know, our last full episode, so School of Rock, 
Uh, I ended up, I had a French dip sandwich, so kind of wanted to steer away from that. So I started trying to think of what are some other ideas, what, what other concepts can we play off of? So we thought, okay, or I guess what I thought, um, and suggested to the, to the team here, and they were more than happy to uh, go along with, to some extent. Uh, so I thought, all right, well, you know, they're in, the, they're in France, they're in the catacombs, there's a lot of bones, so what if we did something like food with bones in it, so, you know, hot wings or ribs, and so then that led me to, well, you know, they're also, it, you know, spoiler alert, they're going through hell, so it's hot, so what if we went for something hot? We live in Nashville, so we went Nashville hot chicken. And that's what we did. We ate at Helen's. Hell ends. <laughs> hot chicken and such. Such um, because one of the locations has shrimp. Yes. They Not do the ha- location we ate at, unfortunately. <laughs> well, yeah, so Jessica and our daughter wanted some shrimp. Um, but the location we ate it did not have it. So, anyways, but we ate at Helen's. Um, Brad, this was your first time eating Helen's and Nashville hot chicken. Is that right? Yes. You want to start us off? Tell you know, tell us what you what you thought what you, what you had, and what you thought. I uh, had your chicken experience? tendies. Chicken tendies. I do not eat uh, food that has bone in it. Weirdo. Sure. Still. I got chicken tenders. What's what's the uh, if, what, so what's what's the the bone issue? I was eating chicken one time and I bit into it too much and got into the marrow. Out. I'm a fat kid, so I still got to <laughs> eat the meat, but I got to find a workaround. And it's like, now nah, I can just get the nuggets and the tenders, and I'll be good. Okay. So you you took a monstrous bite and you went through yeah. bone. Yeah, I'm like no. Basically no, turned yeah. it sideways and bit it as if it was a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I pulled it out and put it back in a few times to you know really get the flavor. Mm-hmm. But. Awkward. Okay, so you had you had some tendies. Yes, they were uh, massive. They they are large tenders. Yes. Yep. Um, what was your flavor profile? Mild. How do you how do you feel about hot food? Okay, that's a good answer. I don't mind heat with uh-huh. my food as long as it still has the flavor. Yep. But I don't just want shit to burn my mouth. I don't there's no joy in that. Yeah. And so like I like jalapenos, they're a little hot, they have flavor, sriracha, yep. some sauces. But yeah, just like sauce. Sauce. But yeah, this is gonna burn you. Nah, nah, keep that shit at home. Okay. Yeah. So Good but, flavor. Okay. What about so? What about your experience at the restaurant? Okay. So before <laughs> I went, I read the Yelp reviews, mm-hmm. and like everyone was like, "It takes forever." They were mean. They ignored me. Blah 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 blah. That was not my experience. Blah blah blah. Blah blah. blah. <coughs> not my experience. Walk in. There's signs everywhere. We prepare your food after you order it. There will be a wait. So I still was like, it's going to be a 25-minute wait because we make everything after you Fresh. Work. I was like, damn. All right. So I guess I'm actually taking a lunch to this week at work. <laughs> so very nice. Gave me time to order everything. Mm-hmm. Ordered my meal. Got yep. the chicken tenders with fries. Got some coleslaw. How's your okay. coleslaw? It wasn't bad. Really? I'm not. A- it's uh, mayonnaise-based. Okay. Okay. 
So fries were okay. I like my fries, super crispy. Yeah. Me too. Me too. They weren't that. They weren't. They yep. were cooked well. Yeah. But they just weren't quite crispy okay. as I liked. But uh, yeah. So it took about twenty five minutes. But the guy in the back was hustling the whole time. So they're usually always really busy too. So yeah, I got on a nice little slump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, like every couple minutes, like four or five plates. Like they must have yeah. taken out like thirty or forty, like orders while yeah. I was waiting. Yeah. yeah, dude was hustling. Yeah, they. I mean, they definitely do some business. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would um, go back and eat there. I'd probably stick with the mild. I don't want to go hotter than that. <laughs> okay. Uh, any uh, post meal that's gonna pop really loud and because I did that. <coughs> um, Sorry. Any post meal. Side effects, symptoms. Did it burn your butthole is what he's trying to ask <laughs> politely. Well, no. I mean, there's other things like... Did you I know have any full, sort of gastric distress? I, I know, full disclosure, we discussed after you ate and you said it gave you a little bit of a tummy rumble. Maybe a tummy rumble a little bit. I did verp later yeah, that's that day, what it was. though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that fucking hurt. Like, you all the some, spice came up, which is already reflux. back in the stomach. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It hurt so much. Yeah. So much. Okay. A little tummy rumble. Yeah. Evelyn's gotten to where she likes to. If you're using the bathroom, <laughs> she will immediately, like, as soon as you're, like, standing up, she'll go, is there poop in there? <laughs> Why does she know if you're in the bathroom? Because it's just Well, she two, follows Jessica, like. She follows me. Like, I can't make it to the bathroom. With, shut the door in her face. You smack her in the head a couple it times. It doesn't work that way. Wow. You smack her in the head a couple times. <laughs> She's, like, right there. Yeah. If it's not her, it's the dog. One of them's always following me everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, you you overall really seem to really enjoy yeah. it. Uh, we'll do our ratings at the end. Um, as usual, we'll do out of five. Uh, what's the, what's a good what's a good theme this week? Um, Bones. Too yeah, easy. But, yeah, I feel like that's too. Circles oh, of hell. Oh, yeah. Why don't we do that? So, out of five levels of hell. Circles. Circles of hell. Whatever. Squares of hell. Parallelograms of hell. Dodecahedrons. <laughs> okay. Um, whatever shape of hell we're Rhombuses. designing. Rhombuses. So, okay. We'll get to those ratings here at the end. But um, So Brad seemed to enjoy his. Just tell me about yours. So we've eaten there many times. Many. And I really like it. I always really like it. I'm always like, Enjoyable. Oh, <laughs> we're going to have chicken. Let's go to Helen's. Yep, I get their chicken tenders too. I didn't really like it that much this time. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Die a little bit. Sorry. Uh, I, I don't know if it was because we, I don't know. I didn't like it as much this time. So I had mild chicken tenders and mm-hmm. I mean, the flavor was good, but I just felt like it was lacking something. Yep. And then um, I had. Fried okra. Yeah, fried okra. I was like, what is this green thing called? Fried okra. And it was just like biting into a salt lick. It was so salty. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. a a not as great experience at this time, but in the past has been really enjoyable, right? Yeah, Yeah. I'll definitely still go back. Okay. Uh, Any other... So, you went and you went... For us, you went and picked up the food. Mm -hmm. Um, And brought it home. Any... Um, specific in-house experience. Yeah, any any specific thing that <coughs> no, caught your attention or anything? Walked like? right in and said, "I'm gonna order. I'm picking up for Jeremiah." I was like, "Here's my 
order confirmation. For those of you who do not know, uh, <coughs> that's me. Yeah. I know I said my name is Jeremy, and it is, but, but legally, legally, it's Jeremiah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I was like, here's the confirmation. Social security number is. Just in case I don't look like a Jeremiah. So. Not really. She, uh, she was like, okay, cool, and she went in the back and got some ranch and put them in the bag like they had called me i forgot to tell you this oh well i was on the way over there they called and was like hey just want to let you know your order's ready come pick it up whenever and i was like okay cool i'm on my way so i did give them your number for that specific reason so i never answered the phone oh, i just kicked my microphone <laughs> sorry folks i don't answer the phone if i don't know the number ever period good rule of thumb but this I one came through and i was like you know what i this might be helen's i'm gonna go ahead and answer it and so i did and it was <laughs> I was like, cool, I'm on my way. Walked right in, got it. They weren't very busy. Here's some cups, get your drinks. We'll get everything else put together for you. They had a wonderful Dr. Pepper selection of one Dr. Pepper. How many do you expect? Well, I said selection, so I just want to let everybody know there's not like six nozzles of Dr. Pepper. I mean, there are different flavors of Dr. Pepper. Yeah, you go to those fancy cherry, machines where you like doop, doop, vanilla, doop, put your order in. You can get the different. Cherry, vanilla. Lime? There's a lime one? Ugh. Yeah, it sounds gross. Oh, what is it that isn't, like, the orange. our niece and nephew, like, they'll go and get, like, chocolate Dr. Pepper or something Oh, like that? yeah. Ugh. They're weird. Yeah. <laughs> their, their selection is weird. <laughs> their selection is weird. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, super nice people. Lady yeah. was really sweet. She gave me an abundance of napkins and ranch, <laughs> which is always nice. Cool. Um, and we went at two different times. I went during the lunch. <laughs> yes. And you guys went for dinner. Obviously. Yeah, so I went. It was like 5.30 p.m. I was on there at like Wednesday 12. Wednesday when I went. On a Tuesday. Yeah. Different times, different days. Still nice people. Oh, yeah. Same the, location. And <laughs> Same location. Um, so mine was, uh, and mine is actually the, the same as Jessica's. Um, we have eaten there a multitude of times. I greatly enjoy... Their food. Um, I really enjoy hot wings, hot chicken, <coughs> so spicy, you know, chicken things. And chicken things. I look forward to, you know, having either wings or um, tendies, as Brad called them earlier. Uh, uh, and specifically Helen's in most cases. Last night, yeah, it was, it was not as good. Now... I had tenders, but I also got some of their wings or wingettes, as they have them listed, um, which was just a, a general wing. Uh, you know, if you go in somewhere and get like... The, I was really hoping winglets is like their code for boneless wings. I, I thought it was when I first looked at their menu, but then I uh, looked at some other stuff, found pictures, and realized, no, it's just wings. But... Um, yeah, I mean they were they were good. So the, as opposed to like a you know you go somewhere like a a Buffalo Wild Wings or somewhere else and get a wing that is you know tossed in a sauce or rub. Uh, these are you know much like the Nashville hot chicken. You know they are fried, uh, heavily seasoned, and then they have like the uh, the Nashville hot seasoned oil that gets poured and drizzled over. Um, but yeah, there was I don't know what it was. There was just something. I felt like something off. See, I really about thought it was because 
I'm sick, so I thought, okay, I just can't. I'm not tasting it yeah. right. No, I mean, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I experienced it as well. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm I'm like Brad. I like my fries to be, you know, <laughs> nice, crisp outer layer. Uh, these were kind of thicker. You know, if you think of in the scale of French fry, you have like the super uh, thin shoestring matchstick of a steak and shake. And then you have kind of like that next level, I think, is like the McDonald's. A little thicker. uh, Thickness or or not as thickness. And then you get into like um, like a crinkle. Or steak fry along those lines, you know, that's getting into those the... Are too, like, steak fries are much larger than a crinkle fry. They are, but I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying, like, the the different levels. Guys, thanks for joining us for Potato Talk. <laughs> Potato Talk! Today's Potato edition, talk. we are discussing the many different types of french fries. I'm not going to lie, that sounds like a podcast that you would have. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? I love potatoes in all shapes or forms. Uh, everything from when I'm cutting potatoes, I will take bites of the raw potato all the way through to she its will. liquefied form in vodka. We're good with all of it. <laughs> Coming in 2020, potato talk. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Would you like me to tell you the origin of the potato? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I like my fries to be you know, crisp outer layer, swar- swarm, <laughs> soft... I like swarms of things. I hate swarms of things, to be honest with you. Uh, soft, warm, pillowy inside is what I was trying to think of saying. But anyways. I'm not so huge on it like being super crispy, so I liked the fries. I just want to make sure they're hot. You literally just said that you eat raw potatoes, so of course. like, <laughs> Well, that's crispy, though. Yeah, it's crunchy. It's a different, it's a different thing. Yeah. Crisp and crunch. Do you know what my favorite potato is? <laughs> What? Potato wedge. I hate potato wedges. What? Get out. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. They are not my favorite either. Well, you don't like them because it's too much potato and not enough crisp on the outside. Yes. 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 That's why they're terrible. You guys are weird. Air fry bread. You want like a mashed potato rolled and battered and crisped it up. That sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, that's not what a wedge is. It's like a thin. No, I like, know it's not a wedge. I'm saying that's what And they shove like wants. a whole tube of potato in it. And you're like, that's why. So like, I like it. Whenever we you eat raw potato <laughs> <laughs> again. Evelyn ate some the other day and she thought it was great. I mean, don't she don't is, be warping that child. She is a <laughs> copy and paste of you, so of course she did. Yeah. Anyways. So that's why when we go, when you get wedges and you're like, you want one? I'm like, I'll take a small one because then it's less potato innard. But there's never small wedges. I don't know. Well, a smaller. If it's on the smaller side, I don't mind it. Again, give me the, I need the crisp. But that's enough potato talk. You can. <laughs> we did get very you much can, on the subject. You can tune in for more of that and look at, be on the lookout in 2020. In a few days, because this I is feel like be... guys, this is going to be one of those long podcasts we do. Yeah. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> we All right. Cut so out potato talk. No, a potato talk is staying in. We will leave out us talking about the movie to make sure we keep potato talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for a mouthful of movies. We did not get to the movie today. We'll look for part two next week. <laughs> to Jeez. be continued.
That would be horrible. A to be continued podcast. Anyways. But they do parts. Like, I listen to podcasts all the time. They're like, this is part one of three. And they're like an hour long. Do we? But that's planned. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, anyways. Um, yeah, so Helen's is usually really good. Something was off about it last night, so it wasn't as enjoyable. But I would not say by any means don't go there. Oh, no, uh, I'll definitely I, still go back. Yeah, I will too. Um, and I would <laughs> highly suggest everyone try it uh, at least once, see if it's your thing. Um, I had the hot in both the tenders and the ten, uh, nope, tenders and the wings. Sorry to say the tenders and the tendies. <laughs> Just copious amounts of tenders on top of tenders. But anyways, um, yeah, so we'll get to ratings, as I said, here at the end. Uh, but, uh, you know, general overview I like it go check them out I'm going to put potatoes on our Kroger list I want to make some mashed potatoes <laughs> okay so that being said let's start talking about this movie movie alright cool some potentially fake excitement from Brad a uh, sigh from Jessica you guys are trying not to you guys it. are in for a treat. Um, so yeah, we watched as above, <laughs> as above, so below. Um, as I said at the top of the the episode here, I was really excited for this movie because I really enjoy it. Um, this is probably, oh, this is probably the fourth time, maybe fifth, that I've seen this movie. Um. The first time I saw it, Jessica and I rented it after it was released to the home um, market. And then it's on Netflix. That's how we watched it today. And I've watched it a few times on there. Uh, it's just one of those movies that I enjoy and, you know, am good to go back to and rewatch and revisit and all that good stuff. So it's like the second time I can recall seeing it and it may be like the third or fourth I don't know but this is the second time I remember fully watching it and I understood a whole lot more this time than I did the time before I, I will say so Brad requested when we started the movie uh, that we turn on the subtitles and I think it was because of that yeah um, and I made the comment watching the movie as many times as I've seen it there were there was one character like I had no idea what her name was and saying that after watching it tonight, I feel like an idiot because they say her name a lot. Mm-hmm. But I just never knew what they said. Um, in part, I, I will say in my defense, so this movie takes place in France. So outside of like three characters, all the other characters all have French accents. Uh, so there's Scarlet, who does not have a French accent. There's uh, Benji. She has an accent. It's just not French. Yeah, it's not French. Um, Benji does not have one, and George does not have one. We'll get into them here a little bit uh, in just a uh, just a moment. So this movie uh, came out in 2014. Uh, <coughs> this is the first uh, found footage movie for our podcast. I mm-hmm. do believe it is. Um, I I full disclosure. I'm a sucker for a found footage movie. Uh, I greatly enjoy them. Uh, it's kind of one of my guilty pleasures. Um, but I, I, 
I could talk about this movie a lot and a lot, and I do have a lot to say about it, but we'll get to that in a minute. But I want to talk to my other two folks here. Like, I want to hear what, what you guys thought about it. So, Brad, why don't we start with you? Um, did you, not getting into our discussion topics, but just general, was this your first time seeing the movie? Yes. Okay. Jessica, you already mentioned that you, you've seen it now probably twice. I'm pretty sure there's probably more because I know you've been watching it and I've saw bits or pieces, but I think this is the second time I've fully seen it. Okay. I'm not very good at sitting down and watching a movie. I would like to say I did stay awake this whole movie. I'm very surprised. I'm very I think surprised. it was the reading. Oh, that's the trick. What was it? The reading. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, now okay. we know what to do to keep him awake. I should really have cue cards for this uh, podcast right now. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Why do you need cue cards? Oh, to read. Song, okay, yeah. gotcha. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. So, um, a feature that we've done on a few episodes now, uh, we're going to do here. So, Brad, I'm if, Brad. if you, are, you are ready, we're going to roll our... Oh, virtual die. Do you need a pen? I do need a pen because I had a pen. Don't give it to him. Um, We're going (coughs) to roll our old virtual die uh, out of, let's see, how many sides do we want to have here? Uh, Nine. Nine? Nine? Nine times. Um, I don't know which one is which. That looks like a 11-sided die. All right, just do that one. That's fine. Okay. Pick whatever um, you come to first. All right, so here we go. Okay, so virtually I just rolled. Uh, so the feature here is Brad has to describe the movie and the number of it with the number of words in which I just rolled. Uh, I just rolled five, and so he has ten, nine, eight, seven. Dumbasses go down a hole. I like it. That was five words. In my head, I thought, goes to hell and back. <laughs> I didn't think they call them dumbasses. I like it. Um, yeah, <laughs> so, with, in, in that regard, I, I mean, that was, that was good. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's true. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, according to IMDB, just to compare, right? We'll see how close you were. I bet it's not going to say dumbasses. Uh, when a team of dumbasses, <laughs> no, uh, when a team of explorers ventures, vin- venture. this is ventures, um, venture into the catacombs that lie beneath the streets of Paris, they uncover the dark secret that lies within the city of the dead. Deed. Deed. D-E-D dead. Um, yeah, I mean that, okay, that describes the movie. I think. Yours was better. A little wordy. Yeah, a little wordy. (laughs) We don't need that many words. Give me five. (laughs) I like it. But yeah, so uh, in this movie, so this is is found footage. uh, It takes place in in France, in Paris. Uh, The majority of the movie does take place in the catacombs. Um, So we have a group of folks who are kind of our... um, I don't want to... So our scientific portion of the team, right? So... We have Scarlet, who is our main character. Uh, George, who is obviously an old flame. I don't even think they're scientific. I think they're more the historical. Like they're there. Well, so I say scientific. She she says she is scholarly. a student of yeah. Scholarly would be good. 
So she says she is a student of history, but also alchemy. And mm-hmm. that was a science. science. Yeah. Um, but so they are going down into the catacombs. The other three folks that join them are essentially their, their guides that, that they are the explorers who have been down in the catacombs and um, are essentially taking them down. They're looking for the philosopher's stone. You forgot a member of the team. Who? The cameraman. And he was with no. the scholarly folks. He yeah, wasn't, but you said what? two of them that were scholarly, and then you said the three. You, you <laughs> well, forgot about... I, I was lumping him in with them. But you only said two people. Sorry, Brad. There are three scholarly folks. He knows how to use a camera. He was making a documentary about the main lady. The main girl. Documentary is how to get in her pants. So I love that. So yeah, Brad mentioned several times that like, so you have crush on her and I'm like, I don't, I never never picked up on, on that at all. Like, so there's Scarlett, who's our main, our main girl, uh, George, who is the old flame that she needs help from to, uh, essentially translate Aramaic. Mm -hmm. Um, he's obviously been on this journey of hers to some extent before. And she left him apparently in Turkey in jail, in jail. Yeah. Um, so a little rocky with them at first, but so you have Scarlett, George, Benji, who is the cameraman, the documentarian, to give him a scientific sounding title. Um, La-di-da. La-di-da. Hoity-toity. Um, chatty, chatty, boing, boing. So then you have, on the other side of things, you have Zed, uh, Papillon, and what was her name? Susie. Susie. The Banshee. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so George and Scarlett had some sort of fling at some point. Brad picked up on some vibes that Benji and Scarlett were either uh, turning into a couple or he at least had uh, feelings for her. She had some for him the way she was crying at the end of the movie when he stubbed his toe. What? And the rest of his body as he plummeted. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it spoiler free in case people well, look if somebody's something. listening to this and they have not seen the movie I'm, I'm sorry but that's on them like watch the movie press pause watch the movie come back I promise maybe you maybe they yeah. want our expert there's gonna be spoilers knowledge yeah of, you know well it'll go much easier if, or much better if they they know the movie otherwise anyways obviously there's some kind of couple, both of them. <coughs> so let's see. They weren't getting paid. And they were both falling her ass into a hole into the catacombs to find a secret tunnel. Oh, so with you think- six million dead people? Hell no, I'm not crawling a tunnel for anything unless I'm getting paid. If, unless you're there getting- was treasures, rumor of treasures. Yeah. yeah, that was three of them. What about the other two? We're going to follow you for this mythical stone. Mm-hmm. Well... George didn't dicks. want to go in the first place. Yeah, George wasn't. He was. He still went. Well, but they were there, there were circumstances. The Shit, I would have got arrested. I'm going to crawl in a damn hole. He done got arrested for a while. It was fight or flight. Like, so he. He flight. He flight. <laughs> he flighted. He flew. French cop. It couldn't have been that tough. Wow. I, did if you, you, like, run and tackle them? Look, if you are French, I apologize. Also, if you want to email us, brad.mouthfulofmovies at gmail.com, uh, send it there. So, 
Yeah. So let's guys haven't been good at war since Napoleon died. Wow. All right. Okay. So join us next time for a Brad free episode because the French will get him. Um, yeah. So the movie, we have Scarlet who is looking for the philosopher's stone. Um, you find out, you know, through the, the beginning opening of the movie and the, uh, the following monologue, Brad lost something. I don't know what it is. Okay. We're going to, we're going to go on without him. Um, so the uh, Scarlet has you very quickly find out like obviously there's some issue with her father. He killed himself. He killed himself. That was the issue, <laughs> apparently. Um, but she is following in his footsteps. He was a, uh, a a fanatic of finding the philosopher's stone, um, and so she is following in his footsteps. And there's, you know, I guess probably some concern. That she's going to go down the same path he did. I think she's following in his footsteps out of guilt because it became clear that she has guilt over his death. I like the fact that they told you that right up front. Like they weren't trying to hide it where it would be a big twist later. Like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that was right there. And yeah. So. So let's, let's talk about the beginning how we're introduced to Scarlet. So. Uh, she is, so this is a found footage, right? So she starts out, movie starts with her talking to her camera, telling her, or telling us, I guess, um, that she is in Iran, Iran, so far <laughs> and uh, she's looking for, you know, she's tracking down some lead, and we find out she goes into this home, uh, the person, her contact takes her into these tunnels that... Yes, that this giant asshole in his wall that he had to point out, like, here is the tunnel. No shit. You can drive a Buick <laughs> through that thing, man. Yeah. So they go into these tunnels. Um, he says that they have to be quick, essentially. So they're, I, I guess they're about to be blown up for whatever reason. They're sealing them off or something along those lines. So they're I think like. The whole area is being demolished. Which it just seems so weird to me because, like, these people obviously live, like, either right next to or right on top of these tunnels. Like, I don't know what, but, but that's, that's neither here or there. So, uh, she goes down there she's searching for something. She finds a wall and then she takes out her tiny hammer and tiny screwdriver, puts a pinhole in the wall and then super kicks right through it. Um, and she finds you had, hole. you had some comments about that. So as we're watching the movie, <laughs> Jeremiah is talking shit about this rock hammer. And I just reminded him that Andy Dufresne tunneled out of prison with a rock hammer. <laughs> needs to back the hell off. So. F- oh, Andy. <laughs> oh, Andy. Yeah. So, uh, if you're not familiar with that, shame on you. Um, we're not even telling you what that's from. We're not going to. But, yeah, so she breaks down this wall that has all this uh, writing on it. She finds this giant, or not giant, but a large bull yeah. statue the keystone the keystone um and so she's you know examining it there's writings all like aramaic um carvings all over it so then she has to like the sirens are going off like it's time to get out of these tunnels so she goes out um immediately as runs into you know what we don't know yet um but a person hanging and yeah she like just continues running the tunnels get blown 
she's trying to get out like between um, rocks falling and all that stuff. So if, she gets out. Sorry, go ahead. If they were trying to make that like one of those scenes where you did I see that, they held it way too long. It should have been like one frame or something where they jumped out. I don't I, think I think they intentionally was like you're going to see this. Yeah, I, I felt like the intent was definitely more like my like when I first saw it, my questioning was, damn, why was somebody down there hanging themselves? Not necessarily because they do that later in the movie where she does like she sees not some not him hanging, but she sees the noose, yeah. right? And she looks away, looks back, and it's not there. And she even she's like, what? So I like I I didn't feel like it was one of those situations, but more so just like oh yeah, she she came across somebody hanging. And then we later find out, like, oh, that was her father. Like, not literally him hanging there, but he had previously hung himself, and she was seeing that. Because she has guilt over his She death. has guilt, yeah. So, um, and we'll, we'll get to that, that guilt here in a minute. But, so she, you know, uh, then we were introduced to her talking uh, to Benji, so the documentarian, who's kind of interviewing her. She's talking about her quest, so really... This is where we learn like what we're the meat and potatoes of what we're getting into. So the she talks about that she's looking for the philosopher's stone uh, that Nicholas Flamel. So my original thought when I saw this, and I, I expressed this with the the group here tonight when we're watching it, uh, this obviously is connected to the Harry Potter universe. So you know the the first book and movie for Harry Potter was you know here in the united states the sorcerer's stone but it was the philosopher's stone it was then they referenced nicholas flamel uh in that those that book and movie um so the philosopher's stone essentially is a uh, a stone that nicholas flamel created and that is uh what all was it so he could turn any base metal into gold Mm -hmm. using the philosopher's stone and then also it was the key to immortality. Um, yeah. So then we're off on our quest. So we start meeting all of our characters. So she meets with George cause she needs him to help translate Aramaic. They find, um, essentially where they need to go. And it's a, a big puzzle. They've determined they need to go into the catacombs. So they go down to the catacombs. They're on a tour trying to figure out where they need to go and she determines oh this wall right here we need to go through it through it um and then they meet or they don't meet they there's this person that's like oh you need to go find um papillon and they're like what and then they turn around and he's gone yeah um so they go find this guy at a club and so kind of the weird the weird stuff is happening right so they just ran into a guy in the catacombs that all of a sudden disappeared they're going into this uh nightclub to find papillon this weird woman and this weird woman comes walking out just like giant eyes dagger eyes to benji the cameraman um they go in he looks out a window and she's like standing outside the window just staring at him still um but yeah, so they meet Papillon. He agrees to take him down to the catacombs. So the next day they're going down in and um, you you meet the rest of the team and they go in or they go towards their, their destination of entering the catacombs. 
George is <coughs> vehemently against going in. Um, but the the police show up, and so they all end up going down into the entrance, and they're now in the catacombs. Cool. So, yeah, they are in the catacombs. Um, before we get into the catacombs and the obvious trip to hell that they take, um, one thing that I wanted to point out and, and I thought was really, really cool. So, found footage movie. One of the things that I feel like sometimes takes me out of found footage movies is the use of music and scores for said movies. Um, one of the things that was really cool about this one, though, and I don't know if you guys noticed or not, anytime that there was music, it was because... So the, the group comes along as they go down into the catacombs. Um, they come across this group of... I think they were all women. Yes. Um, chanting having some sort of, it seems religious ceremony of some sort. I don't know what they were doing, but they were chanting and just singing. It was really weird. But it, so in, in the movie, anytime you heard music, it was actually them, you know, somewhere either off in the distance. or the music was really soft mm-hmm. or it seemed like they were really close. So it was really intense, but it was them or it was, um, like ambient noises that you would find in a cave or tunnel system or, you know, in the, in hell, there are these just blaring horns, it seemed, um, or it was that. And so I thought that was really cool and, and a really neat way to integrate sound and music into the experience without it, you know, seeming external and just out of place. Any... Any thoughts there? Um, did you guys notice that? or I did, because when Benji was crawling through that the, first, the bone tunnel, yeah. he made comment of it and was like, why are they still singing? Why are they so loud? And so it was like, and then all of a oh, sudden it was okay, like, that makes sense. Away, yeah. yeah. Like, so now when you hear it, you're going to be like, oh, it's those people. Yeah. And so that was really cool, though. So because the, the whole thing is they keep going further and further down. But then you still hear these chants, and it was so. It was just one, you know, really haunting and unnerving that, you know, you met them essentially at where they came in, but then you still hear them, or um, in some cases you end up seeing one of them um, for Benji later. Mm-hmm. So that ties into. Uh, I would love to talk to you guys about and get your opinions on. So. They, the whole thing is they go down the catacombs, they end up in hell. So each of the people that are there, they're, they are in hell for a reason, right? So they have committed a sin of some sort. Uh, And I feel like for the most part, it pretty explicitly um, alludes to or tells us what each of them are. So I know, so Scarlett, she ignored her father, like (coughs) He obviously, he called her so that the ringing, they come across a ringing phone and she picks it up and it, you hear a man's voice say, you know, why won't you talk to me? Um, so she feels a guilt and she even says it at the end. Um, when she, when they determine they must rectify, uh, their situation. So she says she ignored her father in his time of need. Uh, he tried to call her and. She ignored him and he committed suicide. Um, 
So that was hers. George, his was his brother. I don't know. I mean, obviously he left his brother to die. But when he told the story originally, he said it was, you know, he went to go get help. But obviously there was some issue there where he... He said he got lost. Yeah, he and got by lost the time he back. made it back, yeah, he had drowned. Yeah, so he was somewhat responsible. Um, Survivor's guilt. Yeah. So Benji, or I don't want to get to Benji just yet. Um, Zed, he, he comes clean at the end when they have to rectify, says that he has a child that he denies is his. Um, Even though he knows it is. So and, here's... And he sees a little boy down there, too, at one point. Well, Benji hears a baby crying. So Benji... So we'll go ahead and get into Benji. So Benji sees his first clue to what his is. We don't find out um, what his is, but we can... Well, that's what we I was going to say is I together. don't understand what his is. So... Because with the baby crying, I was like, okay, is that Zed? No. So... Zed sees a little toddler boy, so his little boy... Where did boy, he see a toddler boy? I don't remember this. There was at one point when they go through... I'm going to say a He's tunnel. He's just walking through the catacombs in the beginning. And he looks over and he sees... There's there's a young boy like in one of the tunnels and it cuts away. The boy's gone. It cuts back to him and he's just like shocked looking down like... I do not remember seeing that. Yeah, it happened. Um, we were there. We so Benji... So there, there's things that we can tie together to tell us what Benji's was. So Benji, when they first go in the nightclub, the um, the big-eyed woman, so Dagger Eyes, is coming out, and then she's she's staring at him hard. And then when they get down into the tunnels and they see the group, he's looking at them, and she's one of them, and she turns and sees him. And then so when he is murdered... Um, he hears the baby crying. You see her walk behind him. He's looking around. Then he turns around and you see her and she's holding a dead baby. Um, or I assume that the baby is dead because it's just kind of like limp, limp in her arms. So he obviously, that was a, an old, an ex of his and he got her pregnant. I don't know what the situation was there of what happened, but it seems like baby did not make it or, or he just left her and then she got rid of baby, you know, something along those lines, hmm. but that was his thing, obviously. And so each of them are killed by their, their sin, uh, outside of the ones that make it through the end of the movie. Okay, we're okay. going to have to pause because um, I need to go see what that was. Yeah, we're going to pause this. There was just a loud crash in the back of the house. Okay, guys, we are back. There is a hole in the back of the house that leads down a tunnel. We are not going to explore it because we just watched that movie. Mm-hmm. Not really. Uh, a toddler's toilet seat. Fell off the toilet. Toilet cover. Yeah, fell. That's all it was. No big deal. Everybody's safe. So... Benji had a an ex that he neglected, dumped. Something like that, yeah. Something aside, yeah. Okay, so Benji um, was the second one to die. Pep, um, yeah, so, okay, so Susie was the first, right? Yep. Now, I can't figure hers out. So she obviously had guilt about the fact that Latrope, who has not been talked about up until this point, yes. Latrope was a part of their group. Yeah. And... 
at he, one point it was said that he used to live in the catacombs and uh-huh. he went down some tunnel he went and the was tunnel never never seen again they yeah and he so he makes reference like you guys they're like oh we we you know you you've been gone for so long and he's like you never looked for me so that's that was my thought was I guess hers. But he, he specifically calls out like Latrobe specifically calls out Susie. You shouldn't be here. It's like he called yeah. her out specifically. So I think there was a th- maybe a thing between them. That's my thoughts. If you guys listeners, if you know what hers was, feel free to reach out to us. Um, mouthfulmovies at gmail dot com. I bet this magic internet box can tell at us. mouthfulmovies uh, on Twitter and mouthfulmovies on Facebook. Uh, but anyway, so uh, we know. Uh, Papillon. So the first, the guy that the um, Scarlet and Benji meet in the catacombs, it's like, oh, you need to find Papillon. And then he disappears. We are later uh, reconnected with him. So they are further down into hell and they see around a corner, there's a fire just raging. It's hell, of course. Um, But they come around this corner and there's a car. That's on fire, and Pavillon is like, it wasn't my fault, it wasn't my fault, and there's a guy sitting in there, and it's the guy from the catacombs earlier. Um, however, this time when he turns, you see that he has like half of his face is burned, uh, and then you're also reconnecting that to earlier in the movie when uh, the whole team first meets for the first time. Um, uh, Benji asks Zed... Uh, about the burn on Papillon's hand. And he says, oh, we don't talk about that. So obviously Papillon is to some extent responsible for this car fire that killed this other guy. Um, So other guy grabs him, pulls him into the car fire, and then all that's left, car car disappears, and all that's left is two legs sticking out out of the rock. Like the cover of Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? Yeah, it was insane. Um, Yeah, so that's that's his. So is that, does that cover everybody? So we talked, so Scarlet, George, left his brother, Papillon, Benji with the woman. Yeah, Susie, because we weren't sure exactly, but it seemed like uh, Latrope was her guilt. And then Zed had a a, uh, child that he denies is his and ignores. Um... So, yeah, so Latrobe, they get down there, and they uh, find him, and he's really weird, moves unnaturally fast, shows back up uh, at different points when they thought they lost him or whatever. Anyways, but, so, this movie very much is Dante's Inferno. So, there are levels of hell. They go through each one, and, um, you know, at, at different points... You know their their guilt or whatnot tie into to those levels of hell. Um, so when we were watching the movie, I asked you guys to write down a timestamp because I'm going to ask you a question here, and this ties into it. So I'm going to see if you guys wrote this down. If you remember, uh, at what point in the movie, at what time in the movie, do they enter the gates of hell? One hour and fifteen seconds in. Jessica, what's your answer? I don't know. I wrote down 3251. 3251? 32 minutes. Where did you get that? Maybe I looked at the wrong thing. That might have been how much time was left in the movie. Oh, yeah. Probably that was probably okay. around this, the time that was left in the movie. Uh, so you guys are both wrong. 
Okay. So at one hour, 15 minutes, that is when they come across an opening that has, you know, ye who abandon all hope, hope, ye who enter here, what you heard at the beginning. Um, And so that would be seemingly when they entered the gates of hell. Uh, However, it's probably technically when they walk through that little door. Uh, new. So the gates of hell. If you want to follow along with um, you know this this tidbit of trivia here. So this says, uh, the cave with the writing "Abandon all hope, ye who enter here" is not actually the gates of hell. The actual gates of hell is the hidden entrance that Papillon uses to smuggle the group into the catacombs. So shortly after the group enters, Papillon instructs them that they have to climb through the bones. As they climb, the tunnel collapses behind them and the group ends up in the same room they just came from. Uh, their only option is to listen to Latope, uh, who says the only way out is down, and Dante's Inferno, which this is heavily based on. Uh, once Dante enters hell, he's unable to leave the same way he came and he must continue downward through hell where the only exit is at the very bottom, which is exactly what happens to our group. Yeah. So when they first go essentially into the catacombs, that's when they are entering hell. So Which is I, why they end up in the same room. Yes. So trick question. No? In- it interesting? Seems, I mean, if you just look at the circles of hell, yep. each one gets picked off in their punishment. Yes, they they definitely do, and um, so Latrope himself was in the first circle. So he like, was. Brad found his pin. Guys, we've couch. been on a search for Brad's pin. Where was it? In the couch. Nice. Like when I shifted, it came out. So yeah, somebody could have been stabbed. The couch pooped out your pin. Poop. That's awesome. Um. Uh. So the first, yeah. So that's limbo, right? Yeah. So he. So it's you know said that essentially. You end up in hell. You haven't done anything wrong, but you haven't done enough good to get into heaven. So you just, you're in limbo. You're in between. Like you're, you're just stuck there. So that's very much him, right? So he went in there and he's just been stuck there for two years, according to, to their timeline. But so you have limbo, which is long tunnels containing uh, inscriptions of poetry. Uh, let's see. Two is lust. I'm just reading through the the levels of hell. So two is lust, three is gluttony, four is greed. So four is when they find they the Huh? Find the treasure. They find the yeah, they find the treasure and it's behind the bars, but they still like break through them to get to this treasure, you know, they so they are experiencing greed. Um let's see. Fifth is wrath, so that so would that's be when Latrope kills Susie. Yeah. Uh Six is heresy. Um, Heretics are trapped in a flaming tomb. Yeah, would that be... I guess that would be Papillon, right? Yeah. Uh, Seven, so... Seven is violence. Oh, I think... So, would that be Susie? Violence? It could be, either way. Um, Eight is fraud. Mm Mm-mm. What? No, because violence would have been when she saw her father. Suicide is considered. As oh, acts one. of violence. Yeah. Yes. So acts of violence against yourself, 
your neighbor and what a I don't remember what the third one is. Yeah, so that yeah, that's the suicide. So that's hers. Uh, fraud is uh, I guess Benji. That would no. I mean, there's not enough to cover all. The yeah, we don't have to tie. So. Yeah, each of them wouldn't tie to. But so there's fraud, and then nine is treachery. Um, and then so much like in Dante's Inferno, they come across the devil himself. The, so they they come across the devil here. Um, one thing that I thought was really interesting. So much like the the music and sound the score of the movie. Um, so the devil, you see these figures, these cloaked like hooded figures, uh, but there's only one that you see his face. Um, and so that is supposed to be Satan. And he has a very like angelic, like pubescent face, like baby face, but it's like stone and cracked. Mm -hmm. So symbolizing, you know, the fall from grace and heaven. He has a fractured you know, angelic face, which I thought was really a really cool touch. Um, yeah. So in the movie, they go through all these, uh, go through all these levels. They find the fake philosopher's stone and then they have to rectify the situation. And she finds out the philosopher's stone is in her. So essentially it's in yourself. Um, and she ends up saving George's life. Cause he got bit by some wall demon wall monster yeah and then yeah so then they they come to which what would be the equivalent of in Dante's Inferno isn't it that they travel down Satan's like torso to his belly button and like that's what they have to take the leap of faith and so in this they find just it's a it's another tunnel um not even a tunnel just a hole in the ground that they have to go further down and so it's a leap of faith they have to rectify themselves so essentially exclaiming what they are sinners for. So you have at this point, Scarlett, George and uh, Zed are the only ones left. They each say why they're sinners. And then they jump down this hole that they have no idea what's there, but it's better than being killed and eaten by the devil and demons. So they jump down, they end up in this hole that they're, there's no other exit from except for a, it looks like a manhole cover on the floor. So they're trying to pull it up, trying to pull it up. They can't get it. Uh, but then Scarlet just happens to push down and it moves. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what the mess is this? And so they push down, slide it out of the way, and they realize that's fresh oh, air. the outside. Yeah, that's, that's outside. That that's, was a very cool effect. Yeah. And so they go down through the this hole. And then you, they come out topside. Like, so they come out essentially on, on, um, earth on, you know, street level. And so it's this really cool effect where they've essentially everything gets flipped because they go down and, but down is up and up is down. So as above, so below just, you know, personified. Um, and so something I told Brad when we got done watching when, when I first watched this movie and you know, if, if you, you know, recently watched it for the first time, hopefully you had the same reaction. Like for me, when this happened, I was just like, yes, that's amazing. Like it was so like such a, you know, when you get to a really great twist in a movie, 
like that. It hit me with like one of those. Uh, so I really, really enjoyed that. Um, let's see. I'm going through my notes. That, that pretty much covers all of the notes that I had. Anybody, anybody else? You two are really talkative tonight. So I want to make sure that I want to curb you down a little bit. I'm being really facetious here because you guys aren't saying shit. No, well, this is kind of Brad's like a, falling asleep. Jessica's looking at her phone. Well, I was looking. I was reading the description of the is, seven circles of hell because I'm trying is to. You're better off dead. Nine circles of hell. <laughs> I'm trying to like. Okay, where does Benji fit? And now I'm trying yeah, to. Yeah, this spin. is your better off dead. Like I could talk the whole time about that movie. This one's. Like, I enjoyed the I movie, and the only notes I took were just snarky things. Like let's oh, hear them. It's gonna have to go through the whole movie. <laughs> so so movie starts out Scarlet yeah. she's in the cave trying to find this clue and she's touching the tablet in the wall yeah. and it's like just take a picture of the oh never mind she just broke it with a hammer well she like, had kicks, a picture yeah. so, well, so she kicks in the wall and then she finds the bull and she's like I can't leave I can't leave I can't leave she's like you're wearing a fucking camera just, <laughs> damn they're like, where's that dead dude from? Yep. And then, like, she's showing off the picture of the thing she found, but instead of using the ones where she's literally touching the the languages, yeah, she like picks one from like their summer vacation where they got somebody to squeeze in the whole family in the picture, and they're like half a mile away. It's like <laughs> the farthest damn picture ever. And then all these riddles, I want to see it where it's just like, oh. You found my riddle. Um, yeah, man. Go to like 123rd Oak Street. Ask for Neil. He'll take you down. He'll give you the stone. <laughs> uh, good job, man. All right. I'll see you later. I'm so out. You, want, you wanted the easy adventure version. Yes. Yes. <laughs> cool. Yeah, that's what I want. Like, just, just once. It's like, oh. <laughs> Jess, what about you? Any, any pertaining to the movie and discussion of said movie? Anything to you to add? No, you you covered it up. Are you covered? You covered. You That's how I it. like to do things. I like to cover it up, <laughs> get it out of the way. Covered it up, slapped limestone around it, and yep. filled it with dead bodies. You yep. covered all of it. So pretty okay. much. So so does that mean that we're getting into? Is it time for some uh, some fun facts? Sure. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. I was hoping for facts that are fun. Facts that are fun. Ooh. All right. You got a little vibrato in at the end of the, in, in there for you? Hit us with it. All right. So, this movie was released August 29th, 2014. Okay. Uh, the budget for the movie was $5 million. It was, in Five. fact, filmed in the catacombs. The I think the first... If not one of the only movies? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they had to get special permission from the French government. Yeah, and, you... and uh, the people filming um, were talking about how it's very in the thing I was reading. They uh-huh. didn't tell me personally, of course. Um, <laughs> just went and interviewed some folks. Yeah. <laughs> Flew to Paris. How eerie it was, and like you just felt really weird when you were down there. It was well, very, yeah. And so I'm like, yeah. yeah there was a bunch of dead bodies. There's <laughs> just corpses all around here. So anyway, $5 million. The movie made... One side note, sorry. So they drug a car and a piano (laughs) down into the catacombs. Well, those scenes were probably... No, that was down there. That was in those tunnels. 
Was it really? Yeah. Okay, I didn't read like full, full, full. Anyway, um, five I'm million. I'm write a book called Full, Full, Full. <laughs> opening weekend, the uh-huh. movie made eight point six million, so it made its money back. On oh opening wow! Weekend. Yeah. Uh, gross worldwide is forty two million. Wow. So it made twenty something domestic, and so twenty something. I hit my microphone. Is this a Bloomhouse movie? It is not. It's mm. not. It is That's the, like the first. The, uh, it was the first. Um, uh, give me a second. Okay. I have so to look it back up. Well, I ask that because that that's like the Bloomhouse model. Like, you know, I, I don't know what the first Bloomhouse movie was. I could probably easily look that up right now. I mean, I'm, I know that I could, but that's kind of the model there. That you know, they were they're like, look, we're gonna. We're gonna do these movies. Let's say let's spend five million dollars. Let's just make a really good movie and see what what happens. Mm-hmm. And then I want to say like maybe one of the par- like Paranormal Activity, like maybe that was the first one or something like that. So like, but either way, like that model. Let's shoot really cheap, make a great movie. It's horror, so you know there's gonna be some sort of fan base, and then they end up making like decent money or in some cases great money and then it's like yeah we just turned five million into 42 yeah yeah it was legendary pictures oh yeah okay yeah yeah um so the movie so 2014 Mm -hmm. there were 748 movies that came out that year okay um any guesses to where this one was ranked uh, so 2014, 748 movies. Uh-huh. I'm going to say 438. 98. Uh, Brad is closest without going over. It was 110. Wow. I was actually really close. Really. Yeah. And that would, that's really good for, let's see what, we'll figure out 2014 here in a minute. But, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what do you want to figure out about 2014? Oh, I was going to try to figure out some of the oh, movies the that came out. top five that you usually do? Okay, sorry. Yeah. So, other movies that are related. These are the categories that I went by. Mystery, thriller, horror, found footage. So, for 2014, we also had Annabelle, The Purge Anarchy, Ouija, Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, Deliver Us from Evil, Evil, <laughs> Evil, Evil. Um, Oculus, A Haunted House 2, which I've never heard of before. One or two. Devil's Do, The Quiet Ones, The Pyramid, The Babadook. Duk, duk. A Girl Walks Home at Night. That one's about vampires, if you don't know what that's about. Uh, Dead Snow 2. Oh. And some of our actual, well, mine, favorite found footage movies. This is the second one in the group. VHS viral. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. VHS is some good found footage movies. Have you ever seen those, Brad? I have not. So they're like found footage, found footage, but like anthology style. Ah. So it's like all these different stories. Um, they're really good. Yeah, excellent. So those are uh, that's some stats for 2014. That's awesome. So I'm trying to get to. Some numbers here, or not numbers, but essentially box office here. If I could find 
2014. <coughs> All right. You guys want to do some uh, some quick trivia here? Yes. 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 This is going to be terrible. 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 All right. So we're going to do, uh, let's do top 10 because there's some good ones in here. Um, starting out at number 10. Uh, let's see. This is an action movie. This is the second. Um, the clue I'm going to give you guys is this is the second movie. But in the overall series is number five. Buzz in with your name if you think you know it. Action. Second, but five. Jessica, I feel like it's going to be a Star Wars if it's that kind of layout. No, that's dumb. Brad? I was at the second, but it's also the fifth. Well, when we get to the actual movie, I'll tell you. I feel like that's some Fast and the Furious shit. Oh, no. Oh, wait. Wait. Uh, uh Uh-oh. Oh, you said it's the fifth one? Yeah. But it's also the second one. Jurassic Park? What? No. Jurassic World? No. No. Terminator? (laughs) No. Aliens. All right, you're just going to keep guessing. So, Indiana uh, Jones. You just want the movie or you just want you want another clue? Just give us the movie. Beverly Hills Cop Part 5. <laughs> nope. Uh, this is number it's 10 seven. for the year. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, well. Oh. What? Come on, guys. Why are you... So why why is this the second but fifth? Because they did three and uh-huh. then they recast and like another group revisioned it. And this is cool. Yeah, that's exactly right. Number three was terrible. Number what? Number three was terrible. So terrible. The Toby. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty bad. Um, all right. So number nine, this is an animated movie, Disney movie. Um, this one isn't as like, I feel like it's not as popular. Like it, it's a pretty good movie though. Princess and the Frog. I know. Well, you said anime um, Disney. Well, I mean, this, so this is obviously 2014, so it's more recent than that. Um, Jessica. Yes. Brave? No, that would get into the world of Pixar. Oh, okay. So this one is... Is that the one with the little red hair girl? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Finding Dory. No, that's a great movie, though. I watched it. Um, yes. Tangled. <laughs> no. Is that also Pixar? <laughs> Uh, so this one it would fall. So it is Disney, but it falls into more action. Um, Mulan and superhero ish. Big Hero Six. There you go. Brad got it. Brad's on the board. Number eight. Uh, this is the. Ooh, is this the first? Um, I might need to look at that. So. So this is a, a reboot of a series, an old, like, 60s-ish series. Um, there have, to date, been three of these in the new reboot. And so they all, the, all the titles are essentially the same, but they change essentially just the beginning of those. Uh, so these are action movies... Uh, borderline, like getting into 
like big grandiose things. Anything? No. All right, no. so Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Mm. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch any of those. Look at your phone. Ow. And when I said any of those things, I mean any Planet of the Apes movies. I've never seen one. Really? Not even not like the the original? No. Your damn hands you off me, you. Blustered him. Did you hear that? Yeah. Well, I just, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, Mr. No Aliens, Terminator... Jaws. Uh, he's talking about himself, just so everybody knows. I've seen. Brad has not seen those groups of movies. Brad has not watched movies. Dead gummit. I did it again. Keep locking your phone. All right. So. No, I don't. You. No, I don't. Anyways. Um, number seven is. A. <laughs> so this is another one where, like, this is a part of a series. Uh, series was rebooted, but this one actually starts incorporating some of the original series folks into this new series. It's about some timelines and some time travel. I love it. It's an action movie. Sliders. What'd you say? Sliders? <laughs> Quantum Leap. <laughs> uh, neither of which are movies, so that's cool. Nor were... Either of those around in 2014, I don't believe. Time travel movies. Time travel, action, superheroes. Doctor, no. Doctor, Doctor Strange? Strange, yeah. He time travel. I think that was no, more he didn't. recent than 20. He didn't time travel. 14. He could, if he <clears throat> wanted to. I don't know. The X-Men Days of Future Past. Man. Oh, I didn't watch that. All right, future note to self. Uh, we're not going to record at 10.45 at night. Because that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, let's see. Next, uh, number six is a Disney movie. Uh, this one has a huge female lead. Like she's large? <laughs> no. Is it Frozen? No. Oh. This is a live action movie. Oh, live action. Okay, cool. Kicked off the... <laughs> Frozen? No. Uh, Brad, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yep. So, this I think this kind of kicked off the... Or no, I didn't really kick it off, but uh, maybe put it in full swing. Like, let's give a villain a movie. Oh, Jessica. What? Maleficent. <laughs> yes. Even though I think you butchered that name, but... Maleficent? Maleficent. 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 Malice. Malice's restaurant. Maleficent. <laughs> Anyways, uh, number five is a, a a um a franchise that at this point would just not go away. Uh, robots. Terminator. God. <laughs> uh, no. Transformers? Yep. Jessica Transformers? Yep. Jessica Transformers. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Age of Extinction. Um, number four is a fantastic movie. It's a Marvel movie. I love it. Um, it's the second in 
this Marvel characters series. Jessica Thor. Jessica wrong. <laughs> I mean, second in their series. Yeah. So in total for this particular character, there have been three. Oh, Jessica Iron Man. Jessica's still wrong. <laughs> I'm just naming Captain all America? Of them. She's getting them all out of the way for you. So what? Captain America? Which one? The second one. Winter <laughs> Soldier? Yes, Brad is get, getting it. Um, okay, so the next movie is an animated movie. Uh, this one, I'm, this is not really the clue, but when this movie first came out and was announced, I was unabashedly against because I thought it was a dumb idea because they took the concept of a toy and turned it into a movie but it actually ended up being really good also the lead character in this movie so it's animated the lead voiceover character in this movie also has another movie in the top 10 that is another action movie do you remember any of the movies we spent so far uh, we have Play. not said this movie so far. <coughs> Child's Play. It's about a toy. <laughs> toy Story. Okay, nope. To both of those. Um, toy Story Murder. <laughs> what? No. Uh, so this is Is a, it Gak the movie? <laughs> Gak the movie. Flubber. <laughs> they made that one twice. Uh, new. No. So a toy from our childhoods that was turned into a movie. Masters of the Universe. God, God. No. G.I. Joe? No. Dang it. No, nothing. I've thrown out I need more of a hint. You would more of a this is trolls. A, Do you no, know how many movies are from our childhood? A toy from, and not even a toy from our like we have these toys as children. Children now have these toys as well. Is it about Nerf guns? Cabbage Patch Kids. Have you ever seen a movie about Nerf guns? <laughs> Good, it could Lord. be out there. I haven't seen it. Okay, number three was the Lego Movie. Oh, you a holes. <laughs> number two is. Part one of the last movie in a series, action, female lead, suck it, Charlie's Angels, highly successful. You say it's the last part of the first part. First of first movie of the last part. The last oh, wait, movie. Is it um, Hunger Games? Yes. What's the last one? Catching Fire? No. Mock and Jay. Can we each get a half point on that? Half one? a point to each of you. Woo. All right, so the number one movie of the year. Are you keeping track? Number one movie no, of the year. No, we don't keep track of points here. You know the okay, rules. Because I wasn't either. Last, so number one, this is, are we even recording right now? I sure hope so. <laughs> we never press record after coming back from the bathroom. Uh, number one movie. So this is the second movie for this person. I, I made reference to them having two movies on the top ten. Yeah, uh, this is a Marvel movie. It is an ensemble cast. Avengers Ultron? Guardians mm. of the Galaxy. 
Jessica wins. Well, I remember it had Chris Pratt in the Lego movie. Yes, Chris Pratt was in the Lego movie. So Good I figured Lord. it was either going to be Guardians of the Galaxy or Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic World. <laughs> <laughs> Could have been either one. Probably going to cut that section out of the podcast. <laughs> or am I? I don't know. No, you're not. You never do. I don't edit things. Cool. So we talked about a movie. We talked about some food. I barely held on. Brad's been asleep 38 times between. I feel like I've started off for like micro naps. I'm I'm very tired. I have had a long few days. Yes. Uh. So let's talk about some ratings. Okay. We got out of five levels of hell. <laughs> let's talk about food. Brad, what do you give? What do you give Helen's? I'll give it a four. Four out of five levels of hell. Okay. Four out of five. Yeah. I wish the fries were better. Yeah. They still tasted good, perfectly cooked. Everything was cooked great. Very nice people. Everything's cool. Just not my jam on fries. So it made me go, meh. Okay. Jess, what about you? This visit, I will say, is probably a three. But my overall thinking about previous visits included, Mm -hmm. I would have to say probably a four to four and a half. Okay. I'm along the same lines. Like This visit, I actually would say probably like a two and a half, just to be honest. Um, but yeah, normally uh, in most cases, I definitely four, uh, for sure. Um, I, you know, enjoyed it highly in the past. Mm-hmm. I will go back and continue to enjoy it. You know, there are just times that places have off days. And I'm just going to assume that's probably what we ran into. Yeah. You know, no big deal. They've always been nice every time we've gone in there. Yeah. Super to, nice. You know, yeah. great service. Cool. Uh, so Pretty unanimous. Unanimous. I I didn't even say the original one that I'd said. Anyways, pretty cohesive across the board. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy it. Four out of five. Yes. Uh, so let's let's go with the movie. Um, I'm gonna start us off. As I've said, I love this movie. I greatly enjoy found footage. Uh, the biblical um, kind of mythology. That plays out in this movie. I enjoy stuff like that as well. So I'm going to give it a four and a half out of five. Uh, so I'm going to put it up there. Like it's not not a perfect movie, but it's it's a great watch. It's an entertaining movie for sure. Jess, what about you? Um, I would say, yeah, probably a four. I also like the movie. Mm-hmm. I understood more of it, and I think it was probably Brad with the subtitles. appreciate I, that. We're probably going to start doing that like on most movies now. Yeah, I feel like I just... And also, I caught more, like, okay, yeah. I don't rem, I don't remember her going back and putting the stone back and realizing that she had to reconcile. Oh, man, yeah. So, yeah, so she has to go back, put the stone back, figure out, rectify that situation, find the real stone, and she does some amazing, like, she should be a running back for a pro football team stiff-arming the competition. Brad's asleep! Um, still like <laughs> eyes closed. Yeah, uh, I I overall enjoyed it more this time than I did the first time I saw it. Yeah. So. What about you, Brad? Three and three quarters. Three. Oh, okay. I don't like found footage movies. Well, all right. So there was a they couple things just like okay. Um, also, I'm just trying to balance out the four and like a half, but I got bump it to a four. I don't like found footage movies they did 
talk about some of the stuff that you needed to know going in. Like, yeah, they told her background a little bit. You found out everybody's background just a little, except for Susie. So, yeah, I'm glad they didn't treat the audience like well, they were Susie stupid. And Benji, really, because you don't really know much about Benji. Benji, yeah, they didn't really give anything. Yeah, I mean, all of Benji his... just ended up being the horror trope of, oh, oh, you're the black guy in a horror movie. Aw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess to an extent, but wear this red shirt. His, <laughs> I like that one. Um, his were more just visual. Like, we're not going to tell you what's going on. It's just going to be those visual clues. Yeah. Um, it did make me jump a couple times, even though the yeah. jump scares for me were fairly predictable. Mm-hmm. Still caught me. So yeah, I, I got you there. Uh, no crazy amount of gore. So if you're a person that likes the scares without the super gore of it, you're good. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you. For me, I don't think you need that stuff. Like no. scares and are it good. It was more thriller than horror, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. Cool. So uh, let's. I do recommend watching it. Go see it. Yeah. So three and three quarters. I don't know where you're gonna go to see it. Go to your couch, go to someone else's couch, <laughs> go to an ex's computer and set your fake Netflix account up that you can steal it. I don't know. Do something. Yeah. It's on Netflix. That's how we watched it. Go to Panera, get on their Wi-Fi and yeah. watch it on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll strike up a conversation with somebody and you know what? Bam. You just met your soulmate. You're welcome. Yes. Mouthful of Movies did that for you. Invite us to your wedding. I no? really like going out. <laughs> Invite I will me come and to your wedding. I will fall asleep. He will. He will do it. He's falling asleep right now, and he's out. Um, all right, so let's talk about our, our next our next movie here. So let's, because I have no idea. Well, so we are. Are we going to stay with claustrophobia? I would like to. Sure. I, I'm, I enjoyed this. I would love to see what else we got on the list. Let's see the list. And let's roll the die. Let's roll the die. All right, so Ooh, let's get die. let's roll this uh, virtual die. And it's gonna be. Let me stop. Beep beep beep. And let's see, we landed on number two. Before we find out, what are the options in the claustrophobia movie? Not in order, but just what do we got? I don't want to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to give hope. Give hope for what we could watch. Okay. I don't know. We may not. We may not watch it. So let's see. Yeah, for that long. Ah. 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 No. All right. Well, let's see. I cannot find the movie on IMDb. That's really weird. Um. It's not a good sign. That is not a good sign. Is, oh, wow. IMDb just like dumped on me. Please entertain yourself. There, Like what the mess? It just came up the first option. Cool. So 2014, we watched As Above, So Below. We're sticking in the same subject matter. We're going a few years prior, 2010. We're going to watch the uh, claustrophobic story. Thriller of Devil. The Devil. Never seen it. Really? Wow. So that's that's gonna be 
two for two of claustrophobic month that this you is the have one not. The elevator, right? This is the one with the elevator. Um, right. A lot of people. Was this like produced by M Night M Night Shyamalan? Oh, he was a he was a writer. I know this movie is associated with him a lot. Um, I, I thought he made it. <laughs> <laughs> so just thought he made it. Uh, yeah. So I I enjoy this movie. Um, it's pretty interesting. We'll obviously talk in depth about it later. But it's yeah, a group of people get stuck in an elevator. Somebody is the devil. Who is it? We'll find out. So yeah. Any. Any hopes, any thoughts on that? I hope that the elevator comes alive and that the elevator is the devil. The elevator is the devil. Nom, 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 it eats them. The people trapped in the elevator are the teeth. Wouldn't that be like the worst horror movie? Like an elevator is a killer? Like, oh, we just we won't go to that elevator. Movie over. No, even worse, actually, now I want to see this, is... Where someone's being stalked and you think killer stalking them, but they just follow them until they die of old age. This makes it look all ominous. They're just dying of old age. They just follow them the whole time. It's a long, <laughs> long con right there. <laughs> it is. The movie is 86 years long. There's a movie about a tire that goes around killing people. Rubber. Isn't that what it's called, right? Yep. Rubber. Sentient tire. Cool. Well, next time we are going to watch Devil. I will be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. We will figure out. We will. I, I don't believe that. We will not record. Bushy-tailed. Uh, yeah. Look at post. that <laughs> Brad has a wonderful <laughs> mullet right now. And guys, we're pushing for him to keep it. Mm-hmm. The there are powers that be that you know may not let that happen, but. Fingers crossed. Those powers are Brad because he doesn't want to have. Well, you know, Brad has other people that he associates with that. My kids are ashamed of my hair. May not want him to have it and may be embarrassed to be seen with him. Are you kidding me? The mullets are coming back right now. Yeah. Stranger Things season, whatever that kid is in. Uh, Yeah. So next time, Devil 2010 movie. Um, We'll figure out what to eat with that. Not really sure. Probably just going to eat some deviled eggs or something. I don't know. Fair enough. It'll be the gassiest podcast ever. I think we just pick whatever we want to eat and we go find an elevator. We just eat in the elevator. (laughs) We have to go to a restaurant that has an elevator. And get our food to go into the elevator. What the? Jessica keeps getting attacked by her microphone, so that means, guys, it's time to go. Um, We thank you for listening in. Please rate and review us. On your podcast network of choice, feel free to reach out to us at Mouthful of Movies on Facebook, at Mouthful of Movies on Twitter, Mouthful of Movies at gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to email us, if it's something you didn't like, brad.mouthfulofmovies at gmail.com. Bring it. Any, any lasting thoughts you want to share with the world in 2019? Don't let my uh, lack of energy dissuade you from either eating the food or going to the movie they were both highly enjoyable they were it's very late it is late thanksgiving day literally we're still stuffed with food i've been up almost the whole like 24 hours now brad's been up a long time so guys we're gonna go get some rest we hope you had a merry christmas we hope you have a fantastic new year please be safe out there be responsible and we will see you in 2020
Bye. Bye.